Jeff Ogilvy survives Wingfoot. Now the moment Aaron Badley has waited. Curry Webb is the five-time Australian Open champion. Golf at its best by one of the best in golf, Peter Thompson. Stand in front of a crowd like this today and win the PGA Championship is pretty special. He's done it at last, Greg Norman. Gets his name on the Stonehaven Cup. Leash been to 11-under. We've got a new leader, kids. Here it is. Adam Scott. A life changer. Coming up next, you have unrestricted access to golf across Australia and the world. Thanks to Golf Australia, we're going inside the ropes. Subscribe now on iTunes or your favourite podcast app or head to golf.org.au. Hello and welcome to Inside the Ropes, another absolutely epic special edition here from the President's Cup. We've been mobbed yesterday, uh, just a wild horde of savages attacked Mike Clayton as we left the booth. So today we've been blocked out from the sound because it's just safer for all of us. We couldn't bring Clates back, so I've got, I had, I, it was amazing yesterday, Blakey, wasn't it? Martin Blake, welcome. Yeah, it looks like Clates had his little fan club out there. <laughs> Not sure where ours were, Hazy. No, nah, well, that's always going to be an issue. When you when you roll with rock stars, you've got to get used to that, though, Blakey. Yeah, that's, that's what Clates true. is. It was, uh, it was all about the uh, Clates falling on the ball incident, <laughs> which, you know, it gives us all a lot of laughs, doesn't it? It's like, he, he, it's like the Patrick Reed thing that keeps on giving year after year it's, after it's, year for Clates. It went viral before viral was even a thing. Yeah, it did. It really did. One man who I know loves Clates' work is Justin Falconer. Welcome along, big fella. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Chief. It's very formal. Yeah, I like to keep it sort of straight up and down. Someone's got to, you know, the straight bit. Wow. And it's you, of, oh, all, well, pe- of all people. Well, I'm looking around the desk and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we welcome along, everyone. It's, uh, as I said, episode 137 of Inside the Ropes. It's a spectacular day out at Royal Melbourne. One of the more epic days of competitive team golf you'll ever see, to be honest. Yeah, it had true. absolutely true. everything. And as we come to you now, just on five o'clock, we're recording this on on uh, Thursday, Friday, 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 Friday night, actually. December the thirteenth, Black Friday. Yeah, uh, we uh, six and a half to the international team, and three and a half to the US. Uh, two and a half, two and a half, Blakey, on an epic day of foursomes. Look, it could have been worse for the Americans. That, mm. that, you know, so it's Way interesting that, that that we've just seen the press conferences of the two teams, and they're they're already having a dispute about who the momentum's with, because yeah. Ernie Els said, well, if you told us we're going to be three points up after the foursomes, which we're crap at, or it's historically crap at, we're going to take that. But Patrick Cantlay, who made a great putt on the last hole to uh, win his match along with Xander Shawflay, um, he said that the momentum was the Americans because they won two matches at the 18th. Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas also won theirs. And Ricky Fallon and Gary Woodland, who'd been trailing all day against Cameron Smith and Sung J.M., got up and halved their match, or tied it, as they tend to say on TV. So, uh, yes, the Americans played a bit better late, but they're still trailing by a pretty good margin. And Mark Leishman bristled a bit when he was told that what the Americans had come in and said yeah. just before that they felt like they had all the momentum. And Leish was pretty straight up and down saying, well, last time I checked, it was, we're up yeah. by three points. And it was good, sort of. Reassuring himself and probably his team that they're ahead. It, it's a tremendous contest. It's it's got it's got a lot of elements to it that mm. we, we'll talk about. But yeah, uh, and they're both right to be honest. Yeah, I mean, Le- if you said to Leash and team, you're gonna you're gonna have won sixty five percent of the matches after day two. 
and then try to tell them that they haven't got momentum. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But the Americans were staring down, as Blakey hints there, like they were staring down a 1-9 or a 2-8 or mm. anything like that. For so, the longest part of the back nine today, uh, the, the US team was in dire straits. They were four down for most of that time. And at one point, for, a few, minutes, down, for yeah. a few minutes, they went five down. In it, they were down in every match. So if you kind of extrapolate that out, it was going to be, uh, what, 9-1 mm-hmm. at the end of the day. But it ends up 6.5 to 3.5. So, now, um, yeah. Justin, you are the most gangster of all the... Uh, of all the regulars on Inside the Ropes, you well, are... Well, I just saw you two strut through the fan zone and there, was, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of gans- gangster dance moves coming in. I was behind you, mate. You didn't see it. That's true. I was rocking That's it. That's a fair call. I was rocking the Casbah. Mm. You are the most gangster of us all on this uh, panel, especially <laughs> this panel particularly. <laughs> Where um, is this going? Yeah, go well, well, we just... One of the putts that Blakey refers to on the 18th belong to Justin Thomas, mm. who, according to the Chief, has given Tiger Woods three-fifths of sweet... Nothing. Danny Adams in the last couple of days. Yep. He's been awful. Mm. Yeah, but he can a magnificent birdie putt on the yeah. 18th today to ensure the Americans a point. Uh, and then he proceeded to rock a bit of Terrell Owens. You, you need to explain to our non-NFL fans who Terrell Owens is and what he said and what he did and why the carry-on. I love me some me is the quote from Terrell Owens, I believe. He was a wide receiver for... Just about every team in the NFL. Patriots, big time, I think. 49ers, Niners. Cowboys, Eagles, Bengals. Someone asked Justin Thomas what he said when he held the part on 18, and he... That's what he said. He said, look, truth is, I was watching a video this morning of Terrell Owens saying, I love me some me, and I showed all the boys on the bus, and we thought it was hilarious, and I said, if I hold a big putt today, I would say it out loud, and lo and behold, I he, love me some me. He let it rip with Tiger charging after him on the 18th green. It was pretty good. <laughs> if the Americans win this whole thing, that'll be the moment yeah. we look back where it, where it turned, because, uh, you know, we just haven't seen much of that passion and energy from them, because they're just They've come in flat, haven't they? Yeah. Let's face it. I mean, they've got a captain, a playing captain, who's dragged them to the line to yep. this point. He's uh, been absolutely epic, yeah. Tiger. He's yeah. been best he's on ground for two days. He's the best player out there, 43 mm. years of age. Uh, I just watched him today, uh, walked a lot of his round today. I just think he's going to win majors next year. He is, uh, he is playing awesome. And Justin Thomas, every time he hit a little beautiful little iron shot in close, Justin would miss the part. Mm. Uh, if Justin drove quite a few times. For instance, on the 18th, on the last hole, yeah. they're, they're, they're all square. Justin blows it so wide, he said, I thought it was wide of the universe. His reaction on the tee was he took the hand off the club and he was... Well, the, the hole turns left to right, yeah. so he hit it with a big fade mm. and, and blew it way out to the right, but it actually was only a few mm, yards off the, off the fairway in the rough. But Tiger had an amazing second shot uh, oh, in there, fine. straight over the flag. Uh, there was a etiquette breach there with the phone. That's the fan club. Between you getting your phone, Patrick and, Reed's and phone Justin and dropping and headbutting the, the <laughs> headset here. It's Patrick Reed's manager at Kent. No, it's, it's, it's probably the Golf Channel looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a private joke, folks. Tiger, it's an epic shot into the green. 17-foot putt. Uh, walks over and does the read for Thomas. He absolutely has carried him for two days. It's so ironic that Thomas would get the glory of making that putt, but fair enough, he he, he made the putt. But Chief, can Tiger's I ask you the hard question? Yep. Do, do you love you some you? <laughs> Probably a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that later. Yeah. Justin, Justin Thomas now, I believe he's 6-0 and in teams events at the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. Is that right? He's never lost in a partner's match because obviously him and Jordan had such great... Pairing. 
Oh yeah, last few years. And well, and tomorrow we'll, he's playing with Ricky Fowler. We'll, we'll so. come. We'll come yeah. to that in a minute. Where he where he's up to tomorrow. So let's go through the rest of the matches today. First out. Adam Scott and Louis Eustazen were up against Matt Kuchar and Dustin Johnson in the uh, number one match. And for the longest time, uh, well, not the longest time, but for the first couple of hours in this match, it didn't look like it was tracking well for the Australian and South African combination. Mm. Um, they were... Uh, two down on the eight two. Yeah, two, uh, correct. And they got lucky and won the eighth hole. A, a bit of a weird one, but they did enough to win it with a par, uh, which is sometimes just all you need to kickstart. The ninth was halved in birdies, quality golf. And from there, Scott and Oosthuizen were nearly flawless. Mm. They were they were absolutely magnificent, full value for a big three and two win. And you can see how much it means to Adam Scott. <laughs> now, you guys watched a lot of different other different matches. I watched a lot of Scotty's match. Mm. Uh, he hit a monumental drive down the 11th, uh, which is the first on the East Course for those who, who recognise it. Powerful. Nearly drivable. Well, it yeah. was yesterday for Dustin yeah. Johnson. So Scott was nearly pin high on the left side of the bunker down there. Ustazen flipped it up, used the backboard, and it trickled back down about five, six feet past under the hole. And Scotty rammed in the putt. And there is a huge grandstand up there. I think it's Captain's Club or something like that. Yep. People, there were just thousands and thousands of people. And uh, Scotty makes the putt. They go in front for the first time for the day, and Scotty walks past me, and he's he's got the fist going, and you can see every <laughs> muscle and vein and everything. He's so, like, legitimately pumped up. And then after the round, he was so, um, so just enthralled by the crowd and where he was. Mm. And at the time, it looked like the international team might run away a little bit here today. Still in a great position, as we say, but he was he's genuinely into this. Yeah, I've never seen him looking like that. Uh, bar one obvious exception, mm. uh, and that was six years ago he, at Augusta he, he's National. He's absolutely sick of losing. Oh, he's had a gut full of it. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. nights ago in his presser, he was asked, and he rattled off all his favourite matches he's played at the President's Cup. Yeah. And I wonder how many he's played two already this week. I wonder how many of those are going to sort of climb into that top two or three. Because he said his first one ever, I think he beat Tiger. He might have been here or... Somewhere he played with someone and they beat Tiger, and well, so that was one of his favourites. Would have in South Africa. Yeah, and I wonder. I wondered whether yesterday he was so jacked up yesterday as well when he yeah. won with Ben Arn and home crowd and was going nuts. And I, 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 team golf is way better than individual golf, in my humble opinion. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of purists will disagree, but it's a different I, beast. Isn't it, it totally is. But the buy-in from the crowd just gets these guys just totally amped um, like nothing else. So I, I think it was fantastic. And anyway, they set the tone today. Uh, in the next match out... Both unbeaten, Scott News, Stelzen. They are, yeah, yeah, with different partners on the two yeah. days. The next match uh, that finished, I should say, was Abraham Anser and Mark Leishman. Mm. Uh, and they put a second point on for the internationals. Leish was overjoyed by uh, posting a victory after his opening day loss against Tiger, the only time that the internationals didn't win on, on day one. Abraham Answer just continues. How good is he? Aussie Abe. I'm, Aussie I'm, Abe? I'm going with Aussie Abe. How good is he? You could yeah. hashtag that. You could get that. I did today. You could get that trending everywhere except Guadalajara. I think we need to work on it. He is a machine. So he's let's re- recap his time in Australia so far. He's played three and a half tournaments. He won the Australian Open. He was runner-up in the World Cup. Mm. Did a pretty made a pretty good fist of his title defence in Sydney for a while. Yep. Uh, and it's coming here, and he's he's looking a beast, yeah. a beast. He loves these greens, and he loves the crowds, and they yeah, love him. They love him. And where did Patrick Reed do the digging motion as he walked off the green? Oh, I, I saw it on the 10, TV screen, perhaps? but I wasn't out there. 
10 composite, maybe? It was Somewhere around the middle, the middle of the middle round. Of, middle of the round. Yeah, walks what? off the green. Obviously, he heard it. It was two more. down at the time as well. He made a birdie, though, didn't he? he made a, yeah. I think he made a birdie at that hole. He walked off, and he's done a big scooping <laughs> motion towards this member of the crowd, which was, you know, good good sporting, yeah. good, good good gesture, theater. because he has been he has been copying it. But uh, more to the point, he's lost both matches. And for a guy who, mm. you know, is renowned as a team player, team golfer at least, um, that's not a great start. He and Webber winless and they're going out again tomorrow together. Yeah. Well, let's if, hope that streak continues. What if Sorry, it, can I say that? What if Patrick Reed, Reed finishes with a winless week? Bring it on. He won't get much sympathy on <laughs> it. would be extraordinary. Uh, bring it on. That's all I can probably say. It was 6-1 at that point when that match came in. Yeah, and the next examples. match out at that time, the, the number two match on the course was Joaquin Neiman and Adam Hadwin, and they... Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. They sort of, they sort of had a big chance on sixteen. Mm. Did you see what happened there? Uh, I think I just left them by the time they were sixteen. Did you guys? Did you see that, Blakey? Uh, no, no. no. Uh, I believe that Neiman might have hit it in close there. Yeah, uh, maybe. And the, um, it was a half a uh, on the seventeenth. There was an, another chance for uh, Hadwin to really. Well, at least guarantee half a point, and he had a putt on on the seventeenth. I did see it on sixteen. Sorry, Shawflay was in the right rough, and he hit it straight in a bunker. And Adam Hadwin was another fifteen yards up the fairway, in the middle of the fairway. Couldn't have been in a better spot, and hit an absolute shocker. As soon as he hit it, he was down on his haunches, and he'd just known that uh, the, the match was square at that point, and he knew that he let a perfect opportunity go. If he could have put that on the green, it could have been a very different story for that pairing. And he's been really impressive, I reckon, Adam Hadwin this week. Uh, yeah. Neiman's been great as well, at uh, 21 years of age. He seems a bit green, Neiman, but... I think he's warming to it. Yeah, I reckon his attitude is, like, what's getting him across the line. He's yeah. so buoyant and up and about. And but my so, my so, uh, big so theory about the internationals this time is that, OK, Jason Day pulls out with an injury, so they pick a, you know another younger player. Uh, they're so young, they've got no scars. Yep. Uh, so, yes, they've got... Scotty and Oosthausen and a couple other older players, but these young guys have come in. It's perfect for, mm. for any else. Yeah. So Hadwin had a chance to put the internationals one up on the 17th green, and he left his birdie putt quarter of a roll short and knew something was up. And at that stage, the gig was pretty much up because the Americans' <laughs> momentum was building. Uh, and as it turned out, Patrick Cantlay it was on the 18th green who rolled in a, a birdie putt from a uh, probably a little bit closer, I think, than mm. from what I saw on the screen. I couldn't quite make it out. I wasn't with that group, but he uh, rolled in the birdie putt and that gave the Americans the spark they needed. And from there, around the course, you could sense a bit of a shift uh, in, in the way the balls were flying and things were bouncing. At that almost exact same time, Gary Woodland carved a drive way right off the 16th tee mm. uh, into the, so that's normally the 18th when we play at Royal Melbourne in, in big events, but 16th on the composite course for the Royal, for the President's Cup. And he got a kick off those massive yes. marquees on the right. I'm not sure if it hit the the hoarding on the front or the roof or whatever, but by the time they got down there, Ricky Fowler's uh, next shot was taken from the middle of the fairway. Uh, mm. It was maybe it would have been fine in the rough out there, better angle, but, you know, still from the rough to a pin that it's very hard to stop the ball at front left. Mm. Ricky Fowler played one of the best shots I've ever seen on that hole. It was beauty. An absolute cracker. He just said from 167 with a bit of shape and used the the contours of the green. I, they learn these courses so quickly, so beautifully. It was a magnificent shot by Ricky Fowler, the birthday boy. Set up Woodland for a birdie putt. They birdie the 17th to square it and then 
you know, an epic grandstand finish in the interim. We've already spoken about Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas. So when Thomas rolls in the birdie putt to give the Americans a 2-2 situation. And then Fowler bins about a four or five foot comeback off a par. Wasn't a great par from Gary Woodland, the first, was it? No, he put a bit of extra curry on it yeah, than he was thinking. Made the um, Ricky work. And uh, it was. And Cameron Smith, who made his debut with, with Sung JM, hit a great shot in there, I thought. He did. He put Sung yeah. JM within about 12 feet pin high. That, and, and it was a good roll from that's Sung for Jae. Win. Yeah, and he yeah. had the putt for a win after Woodland blew his pass, didn't make it. Mm. Uh, he can't knock Sung Jae for that. And Fowler made the one back. And that match was tied. The session was tied, as we said. Um, six and a half, three and a half overall. At stages, just, you know, it's beautifully set because you want the international team to be leading. You know, if, you, uh, if you want this to be a good contest, you want the international team to be leading, I think. It was a big 15 minutes. Tiger, the Justin Thomas putt, and then coming up 18, the Cam Smith shot in, and then the miss from Sung Jae-im. It felt like in day and a half's time, I reckon we might be looking back at that little period and... The Americans were all sitting on the back of that green, a big line, all the wives and girlfriends as well. And the <laughs> the morale change in that 10-minute period from before Thomas's putt going in till the end, they were like slapping hands and Tony Fino was running around yelling and they were up and about. So they might be good enough to win anyway, but have they come in uh, flat and should they have come to the Australian Open like the international players did? I, I think so. You're asking the wrong person here because yeah. to me that's a no-brainer, yes. But if I, the Hero Challenge was on any other week, they would have come, right? I reckon. Well, like we yeah. would have got a smattering at least of yeah. them. Yeah. You know, but they're not going to disobey Tiger Woods' instructions to come and play with yeah. me at my tournament. Yeah, it was so. all on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it says less about the Australian Open, more about the Hero Challenge being a $3.5 million. Oh, it's a no-cut event. No-cut. It's a cruisy week in the Bahamas. Stacks of world ranking points. World ranking points, cash, And you've got Tiger, nothing to lose. And you've got Tiger telling you yeah. to go there. So, so no, it's, yeah. don't blame the players. If um, the internationals win, will the Americans keep Tiger as a playing captain in future? I think the whole playing captain thing might get questioned a bit if that happened. Because today I was watching and Ernie Els was out there with Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. Um, just coaxing him through it and stuff like that. And Tiger can't do that. He's, he's scrapping to get a point. Yeah, yeah I get that. But as, as you say, uh, rightly, in my opinion, he's best on ground at the moment. If he wasn't playing. If he wasn't playing, the, the Yanks are toast right now. Yeah, but he can play, but he, what, he can't captain and play. Oh, you so mentioned pick him as a player. Maybe You're right. Future. It's extraordinary. Maybe in the future. Yeah. Every time you turn around on, next to a green... Ernie Els is there talking yeah. to the one or two of the players, patting on the back. Admittedly, Tiger's got area. Steve Stricker doing that. And Steve Stricker. I, I mean, I've seen Steve yeah. Stricker once. Right. I don't know. It's just bizarre. I just every time I turn around, I see Ernie Els. It's extraordinary. He's on every green, and yeah. he's constantly talking to caddies, players, and he's so into this. It must be such a nice feeling for a Joaquin Neiman to sort of miss a birdie putt, walk over to his bag, and there's Ernie standing there with put an arm around him. That's <laughs> true. It's unreal. Now, before we move our focus to Saturday, a massive day Saturday, always the uh, the key day of any President's Cup, I need to uh, let everyone know that to celebrate the President's Cup returning to Australia and Christmas approaching, we're giving you the chance to win one of three ultimate Christmas golf gifts. Enter now and choose your gift. There's either a Callaway Epic Flash Driver and Odyssey Stroke Lab Putter, the ultimate Binks Big Swing Golf Experience for you and 10 friends, or $1,200 worth of Under Armour Golf Apparel. So head to www.golfaustraliafortheWin.com.au. That's golfaustraliafortheWin.com.au. 
and enter now. Plus, you could be an instant winner of a sleeve of Callaway Chrome Soft Golf Balls. I will try to reiterate that before the podcast finishes. I'll do my best to remember. So Outstanding, Lee. Greg Oakford doesn't, um, I guess, in an audio sense, castrate me from this podcast. Sure. I don't know if that's possible. Anyway, let's move our attention. Having I've just shocked the chief. Not often he's lost for words, but <laughs> I think I just did. Chief, we just came out from the... Just checking the missed, cho- missed calls for golf, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must be at least three. Yeah. No reception in the can here. You weren't there, Just, but they were in there today looking for me. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I need to keep pressing this on here. Uh, we just came out, Chief, from uh, the, the selection... For the day three, or the first session of day three, which is the four ball again. No tiger. No tiger. We always that, said that was the headline. That was odds on. We always said that Tiger wasn't going to play 36 holes on Saturday, and tomorrow, as we said, four ball in the morning from 7:02, and then in the afternoon we head out and play four more foursomes matches. So eight points on the line tomorrow. No tiger in the morning. You're almost certain to see him in the afternoon. So he didn't, as soon as he said Justin Thomas and then picked Ricky Fowler, we knew that was going to be the case. That's, um, they're friends, aren't they? They're great mates. Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas, as we said, Fowler's Played birthday today. Before. Happy birthday, Ricky. Happy, yep. he, he's, he's a big, he, especially this week, he loves the podcast. Massive, yeah. yeah. Do you look the duck pin on his hat? Yeah, he loves They've it. all been wearing it, which has been yeah. awesome. Ricky Fowler is um, just a, he's a gentleman, yep. absolute gentleman. Um, played some fantastic golf today and they're up against... Hometown man Mark Leishman, and for his first time, and for the first time for any Chinese player in the Presidents Cup, we see Hao Tong Lee unleashed tomorrow. The great Hao Tong Lee. You love him, don't you? He's he's hilarious. <laughs> I'm the biggest fan. I'm coming around to Hideki as well. I love Hideki, but Hao Tong's my guy. He is so. Fun. Is he on your team? Yep. You've picked him. Yeah, in the draft. Okay, so Hao Tong Lee. Sung J. Fan myself. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I'm a massive fan, Sungjae. Yeah. So Abraham Answer, the uh, Aussie Abe, and Sungjae Im are next out against Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shawflay. If you, they may not say a word all day. Those two, that until they get off the course. Patrick and Xander. Yeah. To each other. Lovely or? blokes, but they are the quietest guys. Yeah, it's uh, three days in a row they've been paired together. <laughs> Ernie keeps mixing his pairing around, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he's changed and everything doing the complete all the time. Opposite. And the next next group out, CT Pan and Hideki Matsuyama uh, played together on the first day. They beat yeah. CT. Ah, sorry, they beat Patrick Reed and Webb Simpson. And they're up against them again tomorrow. I was chatting H- to Hideki's C- been awesome. I was chatting to CT Pan today. He was sitting out and he was so excited to be yeah. watching Adam Scott make his putts and mm. win the holes and stuff. Really great team member for the international so team. So that's a genuine rematch from day one. It is. And I reckon they can continue the panting for Patrick Reed. That would mm. be great. And in the fourth match out at 7.44, Ben Arn and Adam Scott against Tony Finau and Matt Kuchar. Mm. Um, so four, you, you can't help but have good matches. So Arn and Scott played against Finau and DeChambeau on the first day. Yes. Yeah, mm. so Touched them up two and one. I know that uh, Ernie's been getting into practice together. Even the, the you'd look... You know, at some of the new pairings that he gave to, for today's matches, but he said that they've been practicing together and working on that. Yeah. So, gee, there's, there's a lot gone into it. Um, well, this, the secret plan that he keeps, they keep touching that? on him. We, can't we don't wait. know. We what will, are the analytics? We'll find looking. out on Sunday night. He's going to expose all Ernie if he wins, so mm. that's what we've got to hope for. He's done a great job. He well, has. So far. So that's in the morning. That's, as I said, starts at 7.02 for those able to get out here. Then after the last of the four-ball matches, concludes Tiger and Ernie will rush into the back of the media centre have a bit of a punch on and decide who plays who in the afternoon foursomes so four more in the afternoon of matches to be confirmed 
and then that'll set the stage for 12 singles matches on Sunday, and then we'll have a President's Cup champion on Sunday evening, three or mid-afternoon. Def the deficit is three points now. What is it this time tomorrow night? Eight points on the line, Blakey. What do you think? I reckon they'll split tomorrow, so maybe it's still three. So ten and a half, seven and a half. Yeah. So interesting. Rocket. Uh, that was a question without notice that's been backfired uh, on me. <laughs> I'll say America. Uh, let me do my math. Five and a half, two and a half tomorrow. So that would put it at. That would put it square at nine. Yep. Nine. No, you're kidding wow. yourself. I think the international team might win four and a half. Uh, Four and a half points tomorrow of the eight, mm. and that'll leave us on eleven, them on eight, uh, then on them on seven rather, and <laughs> them carrying the carrying it's it just, uphill. It's on just Sunday. salivating stuff because um, you know two years ago in New Jersey it was all but one point, mm. half a point from being done yeah. uh, after on three Saturday days. Night. And a here, he holds. Unless there's some you know amazing result tomorrow, we're going to go into Sunday with with a real contest. Then, yeah. we, then we work, you know, you work out who's going to play against Tiger. You know, there's a lot of talk whether Cameron Smith might play against um, Patrick Reed uh, after what was said in the lead up and the little. You know, chest bump or shoulder bump or whatever it was yesterday. So He uh, tried to put that to bed tonight in his press conference. But, uh, he didn't want to talk about it, did he? I, I think that something happened. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a, a, you know, a, great, a great deal, but it, it wasn't was something. a reportable offence. No, it was a light, very light <laughs> contact, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, he did not want to know about it, Cameron. Having said that, he played pretty well in his first, uh, his President's Cup debut. So yeah, he certainly did. Mm. He's an impressive character, Cameron Smith. And, you know, I think... Someone asked me today, uh, um, you know, what what he would get out of it. I, I just think, uh, you know, at some point Cameron Smith's going to explode. You know, but people at the moment don't know him that well yeah. in Australia, but we all know how good he is. Mm. Uh, He's such a great character. He's yeah. hilarious. He is absolutely hilarious. So just a reminder, to celebrate President's Cup returning to Australia and Christmas approaching, we're giving our listeners the chance to win one of three ultimate Christmas golf gifts. Enter now and choose from your choose your gift from the Callaway Epic Flash Driver and Odyssey Stroke Lab Putter, Ooh. the ultimate big swing golf experience for you and 10 friends. $1,200. $1,200, Rocket, worth of Under Armour golf apparel. All you've got to do is go to Golf Australia, www.golfaustraliaforthewin.com.au to enter now. Plus, you could be an instant winner of a sleeve of Callaway Chrome Soft Golf Balls. Chief's favourite. He loves, he loves the Callaway. Mm. Yep. Very big fan. They just don't go straight. For me. Good, good recovery ball for you though, Chief. The Chromes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, which one of you guys is going to go all Terrell Owens here for me? <laughs> I'm looking at you, Panda. No, I think that's you. You're, you're the. Uh, you're I haven't the seen the video, so maybe we'll wait for this time tomorrow. I need to rehearse. I love me some me. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's perfect. That's very good. There's going to be a lot of people YouTubing it tonight. That's Terrell Blake right there. Very I good, love Blakey. Me some me. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly enough, that's probably it on uh, episode 137 of Inside the Ropes. We are back tomorrow for a special third edition from the President's Cup here at Royal Melbourne. Until then, Martin Blake, thank you. Thank you, Hazy. Justin Felgenat. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you very much. I'm Mark Hayes, as opposed to Mitch, who's a brilliant greenskeeper up in Brisbane. Thank you all for listening. We'll do it all again tomorrow.